Hi, beautiful beings. Welcome to the Joanne Oswell Jones podcast. I'm Joanne, your host. And as many of you beautiful people out there who listen to the show regularly, you'll know that we're all about human potential. This podcast is all about working on our emotional and personal development, tapping into that amazing super strength that we all have within us so that we can remain feeling centered, connected and feeling really strong with whatever life throws at us. And even when we're up to our necks in chaos and challenge. And if you're new to the show, welcome. It's so great to have you here. I hope you find the content and the episodes will be interesting, inspiring, and of service to you. So welcome, welcome, welcome. In today's episode, I wanted to share some information that maybe have helped you when navigating challenges. And these are techniques that have been so valuable to me and have helped me overcome fear, stress, anxiety, all manner of emotions when I've been faced with situations that I've found particularly difficult and challenging and frankly, just wanting to run a mile away from. And earlier this week, I was actually doing this very same work actually with a client on navigating challenge. We were mapping out some self-help and self-empowering protocols that would be supportive for them whilst they're going through matrimonial legal proceedings. Because you know when life throws us a curveball, it's so easy, it can be so easy to get knocked off our centre and momentarily feel as though we can't cope with what's happening. You know, it's like the stress becomes too much and then before we know it, we begin to believe that we're not capable of handling what it is we're in the middle of or what's in front of us. And so these self-help tools remind us that actually, you know, we never, 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 ever take on anything our backbone can't handle. And that with every challenge we face, we're learning to step more closely into the truth of who we are, into our inner security, into our own authority and our true power. Because listen, if there is one thing I know for sure, it is that life is a series of experiences, both good and bad. And the challenges that we face are there to help us rise up and thrive. And so rather than dread these challenges, because we're always going to get challenges that come out the blue, right? And rather than hiding under the duvet covers, isn't it so much easier if we can tap into our inner strength and our clarity by using a set of tools or a format that can help us navigate all of our personal, professional, health, financial and relationship challenges. I mean, it's so much more rewarding when we can face these unforeseen disasters head on with composure to the point that we actually, instead of going, oh my God, I can't cope and running a mile, that we actually go, okay, I've got this, I've got this, I'm going to embrace this and enjoy the challenge and almost, almost see it as a fun learning experience. You know, by now, if you've been listening to this show on a regular basis, you will know that this is something that I'm so passionate about. It's something that I work towards and focus on in my life because I want to be at that point where nothing frightens me or knocks me out of my center. And so it's something that I work on a lot. Um, I see it as part of my emotional and personal development. And, you know, it's the same for all of us. It's one of the reasons why we're here on Earth, having this earthly experience so that we can we can navigate these challenges without 
jumping into fear all the time or feeling we're incapable and we're not strong enough to handle them. So one of the points we were discussing earlier this week is um, personal accountability. So when we take accountability for our part in what's playing out within our lives, okay? So whatever the situation is, whether it's health, financial, relationships, whatever the disaster is, whatever the challenge, rather than going into blame game and um, victim, if we can take accountability for what's playing out, because everything in life is an assignment, right? So every relationship is an assignment. Every situation is a teaching and a learning for both people. So when we can go, ah, okay, what what is my part to play in this? You know, I've attracted this, why, you know, what am I being shown here? It helps to take the, the, the heat and the anger out of the situation. So it's, it's a massive game changer um, for diffusing heightened emotions. And, and personal accountability then induces a sense of logic and openness because it helps us to step back a bit and look at it in a detached way. So it, it may take like a, a little bit of digging deep initially, not to lash out and not to blame someone or not to dip into that feeling of being a victim um, as to why you're facing what you're facing or you're going through. But when you do, when you can go, okay, I've attracted this, I'm being shown something here, it takes two in every situation. Honestly, it's so freeing and it gives you your power back. You're taking responsibility for it. You're in control. You're not judging that person. You're not judging yourself. You just know it's happening to teach you something and that you're willing to learn. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's, it's such a positive, empowering thing to do when you take full accountability or self-accountability and you don't judge or blame anyone else involved. And I think it's probably the fastest way to getting through any challenge is by admitting that you have a part, you're being shown something, it's there to teach you, it's not nice, hey, listen, it's not nice. But the quicker that you get to that point of going, show me what I'm being taught here and I'm willing to step forth, I'm willing to take accountability, the quicker you'll get through the other side of it. So that's one of the things we were discussing. Another thing is to really take um, an inventory of your emotions. So like harness your energy and just to kind of, let's say this challenge comes out of the blue and just for a couple of moments, even half a day, a day, just slow down for a moment and really assess what's unfolding. Because you don't receive what you need to hear when you're rushing around or reacting. So you don't, you know, if you just go headlong into attack or defense, you're not going to receive the messages that you actually need for clarity, really, to help you get through. So, and it's really draining when our ego can get caught up in the drama or can take over, you know. Suddenly we're on this emotional roller coaster ride, feeling totally out of control. And before we know it, we can easily get caught up sliding down this emotional scale into lower vibrational thoughts. You know, if you let the ego run amok, before you know it, you're going to be going through thoughts such as frustration or doubt or anger or hatred or guilt or irritability. All these are 
fear-based emotions and they're really constricting. So when you slow down and you take an inventory of your emotions, you'll be able to kind of then process and direct your energy in an upward emotional scale so that you're tapping into higher vibrational thoughts. And then you can be working with hopefulness and belief and empowerment or a win-win or collaboration or passion, you know, because ultimately there are only two emotions, you know, there's either love or there's fear. And as tempting as it is to scream and to shout and to hide and to blame, fear is so constricting and it will never, ever help us find our own authority and it will never help us find our inner security. It's just not going to work like that. So the more that you can take personal accountability, being one tool and one approach, and secondly, just harness your energy and take an inventory of how you're feeling so that you can navigate those emotions into much more of an upward emotional scale to higher vibrational thoughts again, it's going to really diffuse the stress in the challenge that you're facing. And listen, that isn't to say that you're not going to um, be experiencing, uh, you know, fearful feelings or thoughts. It's not saying that you should be denying those thoughts, but just being acutely aware of them and what they're communicating to you. Because anything that's triggering you is the need for you to look within and see where the vulnerability is, to see what it is that you're being shown. So, and that can then help you work on higher vibrational thoughts. So it's just about taking an inventory, slowing down and being conscious of what you need, what what you need to hear, what you need to recognise before going in with an attack or on defence Um, and missing the point. So it's a really, really, um, yeah, it's really valuable, really valuable. Another thing to do, um, and this is what I love doing, actually, because uh, we we tend to do it at the beginning of every year, don't we, or the end of every year, and that's deciding your outcome, sort of your, your vision boarding, your goal setting, right? And, but actually, having a vision board, I think in the midst of chaos and a challenge, I found it to be one of the best tools there is in helping to stay centered and calm because what you're doing is you're drawing up a desired outcome plan. So it's goal setting, but for challenges. And it's such a helpful process, particularly when you're going through situations such as divorce or relationship breakups, because primarily these types of challenges are so highly charged and they're so emotional and often so painful that it's easy to lose track of ideally what it is we want, where do we want to get to. And, you know, ultimately, the reason for being here is to grow in a way that stretches us and takes us closer to that perfection, to true unconditional love, um, which is obviously stepping into our own authority. Um, So having a vision board is a brilliant idea for not only the start of every year, and um, your life vision, but when you're going through more immediate challenge, because all of these things help you to, I suppose, just keep your emotions in check. It just helps you to go back to what your vision is, back to where you're trying to go and what you're, so almost managing something like a, like a, like it's a business plan. 
um, I remember my sister saying that to me when I was going through my divorce. She said, you're kind of handling this as though it's a business plan. It's like you're, you're checking off your goals, your, your anticipations, your expectations. And um, of course, <laughs> at times when I went off kilter, it was great because it pulled me back and it pulled me back into, hang on, what's the objective here? So that's another really great tool and sort of self-help empowerment tip, um, whether it be for your health, whether it be for a relationship split or whether it be for, you know, financial building or or a professional challenge, anything that has come that you're needing to kind of step up, step forth and work on. Yeah, get, get a vision board out and decide your outcome and decide what it is that you want to get out of this. It's really, really helpful. Another thing that sometimes I think we all forget to do is to ask for help. I mean, even though we are all so much stronger than we think, and even though we have all the answers within us, it doesn't mean to say that we can't seek help when we're in the middle of our own personal chaos or challenge. I mean, often it's often it's difficult, isn't it, for us to put our pride away and ask for help because we think we shouldn't. And it's always available. And when I say ask for help, I don't mean by handing over the responsibility of what you're going through to someone else and get them to deal with it. You know, that's your stuff. It's your story. It's your challenge. It's it's your growth. But you can actually get help along the way. And depending on the challenge, there's all sorts of help out there. This could be, you know, working with a mindset and personal transformation coach. It could be making sure you're doing self-care, self-love, um, help by asking for help with a on a physical level by going and having a, a massage, you know, a back, neck and shoulder massage. Or you could use something like vibrational remedies. I mean, these are amazing. I mean, really amazing. I don't know if anyone's listening has heard of the Australian bush remedies and the bark flower remedies. I've used those for years and homeopathy too. I mean, it always makes me smile when I think about how nature has provided us with everything that we need to heal ourselves emotionally and physically. And these remedies are really powerful. And I once actually had a client who was blessed. She was beyond depressed. She had just given up. She was physically exhausted, emotionally shot to pieces and um, admitted to me that suicide had actually crossed her mind. So I recommended working with Waratah, which is one of the Australian bush remedies. And it's a remedy for a person who's going through complete and utter despair, you know, complete black night of the soul. And what it does is this remedy gives strength and courage to cope with any given crisis. And it will bring their survival skills to the fore. So when someone's in that in that um, mindset, if you like, then if you look at the negative condition of them, which is, you know, hopelessness, inability to respond to a crisis, then when you take the remedy, the positive outcome is it invokes feelings of courage and tenacity and adaptability and a strong faith. So, um, yeah, a really good essence. And in fact, this client used the remedy for five days and felt completely different, so able to cope. Her survival skills had kicked in and she couldn't quite believe 
that the idea of suicide had actually even entered her mind. So there are all sorts of help modalities out there. And don't be proud, you know, don't struggle, ask for help. Um, and I, I actually believe that we're always personally guided for the help that we need. It sort of falls on the path in front of us. So I don't know whether that's, you know, something from a book or a friend will say something or you'll you'll see something on a notice board. So, yeah, help is a really important thing as well. And then I would, you know, one of the big things is to just accept that it's going to be a bumpy ride. I mean, there is no point denying it, right? I find that the more we go into challenge with our eyes wide open and the more we know it's going to be difficult sometimes I think by saying that it almost diffuses the whole challenge a little bit you know it's like knowing it's going to be difficult and remaining okay with that makes it easier you know I listen does my heart sink and I go oh god please not again I really don't want to be doing this or oh, I haven't got the energy of this. Of course I do. But when I step away and I get practical and I use these, the self-accountability, the asking for help, the harnessing of my energy and emotions, and when I go, do you know what? It's going to be a bumpy ride, but I'm going to get practical and we're going to do it. It seems to, yeah, it seems to allow a little bit of a sense of humor to come into the situation as well. Like, oh my God, here we go, you know, hold on tight. Um, and that's a nice way to remember sometimes that life is, you know, uh, an experience. It's it's an experience, challenging and fun experiences along the way. So yeah, accepting it's going to be a bumpy ride is really, really good. And you know what? I don't know about you, but I genuinely believe that when I look at my teachings and the things I've learned over the last 20 odd years about why we're here and where we're headed and what we're here to do and how we are being asked to step up and work towards unconditional love. One of the things that's a really positive step is to look for win-win outcomes um, listen, honestly, <laughs> you're probably sitting there going, are you kidding me? I don't want a win-win outcome in this situation because you think peaceful resolution is not possible, especially if it's a divorce or a relationship split or something involving finances or actually anything that really makes us feel vulnerable. It's, it's difficult. But um, if you can work to a win-win, it's it's great for everybody. It It's quite magical. So win-win outcomes are really important too. There are so many different types of, you know, um, ways to handle challenge and help, self-help protocols that are out there. You know, you've got things like meditation, um, journaling, all, all sorts of amazing things. And they're all there for a purpose, you know. One of the most powerful things for me, in handling challenges or navigating challenges um, that I've learned is to, and I, listen, I don't always get it right, but one of the things that I've learned is to come to the understanding that it's not personal and it's for my highest good. So, you know, what you're going through and what you've invited into your life has been invited in for your highest good. And I know that that can seem really hard and to accept and 
to understand at times, but because it's painful, right? Challenge is not, depending on the severity of the challenge, it's not the easiest of things to go through. But it is always so true because everything, everything begins and ends with what's within us. So when you can just see the experience as it is, which is an experience to help you, to help elevate your life, to help strengthen your boundary, to help you to move on to a new relationship, to help you to learn more so you can reassess your financial situation, to when you can see that it's not personal and it's just a tool, something that has landed in front of you to kind of wake you up and that it's for your highest good, it's so powerful. It's a really powerful way of navigating a challenge. So they're just a few things that I work with on a regular basis and there are a few things that I help my clients integrate into their life when they're going through challenge and adversity and they're looking for their inner strength. And I hope you'll find them useful and helpful to you should you need to. And actually, this brings me to the perfect moment of introducing next week's guest because joining me on next week's podcast is Laura Bruno. And she is just one of the most perfect people who in many respects can help continue this conversation we've been having about navigating challenge. Laura is a medical intuitive. She's a Reiki master teacher, a life coach, a professional intuitive, an astrologer, an author, an artist. And if all that isn't enough, she's an organic gardener. In 1998, Laura had a traumatic brain injury with four years of near total disability, which initiated her deep into meditation, into shamanic journeying, to herbal remedies, to visual therapy, energy medicine, food vibrations, and the power of prayer as part of her recovery process. And today, this incredible woman helps so many others all around the globe to heal where traditional medicine is unable to help. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation and I know it's going to be one that you're not going to want to miss out on. So until next week, I wish you the most fabulous weekend, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, please remember how magnificent, how beautiful and how powerful you are. For now and until next week, much love.